evening, everyone. Um, so we're talking all about meal trip prep. I am joined by Tristan. Hello. Tristan has um, kindly agreed to come in this week to give his value. He's a certified nutritionist, but I'll let Tristan introduce himself um, and tell you a bit about himself. Well, I'm excited for this, guys, and you should be too. So make sure you tune in. Make sure um, we're doing some questions, Q&A at the end, and this is your chance. Um, you guys know me. You know I give the knowledge bombs, but Tristan's going to give them a hell of a lot better, more advanced than I will. So um, take advantage whilst he's here and uh, ask him, you know, get those questions written down, ready for him after. So I'm going to leave you guys in the steady hands of Tristan. Right. Hi, hi guys. Thank you for uh, for having me. Um, so as Callum kindly said, yeah, I'm a, my name's Tristan. I am a certified MNU nutritionist. So hopefully I know um, a fair bit about nutrition. Um, I'm also a PT. I do uh, similar stuff to Callum in terms of working with, with clients and have a fairly similar, um, in terms of the people I work with, probably quite similar, similar sort of goals. Um, a lot of ladies that I work with as well. So hopefully um, I can share some some a lot of value for you guys today. So I know you guys have been doing um, a lot of meal prep stuff this month. So there might be some stuff in here that you've, Callum's probably already shared. But hopefully I'm, I'm going to sort of tackle it from a slightly different angle and um, see if that can, I guess, just help solidify and, and kind of spark a few ideas to how you, you can make eating healthier, easier, which then supports your goals. So what I'm going to do, I am going to share my screen and we'll get into this. <clears throat> so let me just uh, present this one. Cool. So um, food prep. So I guess where I want to start with this is when we're striving for for health, vitality, and, and fat loss, it's not it's not just about the quantity of the food that you're eating. It's not just about calories. And um, we're also really concerned with the quality. And it's the quality is, is is what informs your food choices and impacts your end results. And I guess when it comes to meal prep and eating healthy, one of the issues that we face in this uh, current kind of era that we live in is that we're very time poor and we don't give ourselves much time to cook and prepare meals from scratch which makes the, all the convenient and unhealthy processed foods that are out there even more appealing and more convenient and then that's why so many of us end up eating these highly processed foods and it's also down to the fact that the food manufacturers make these foods so delicious and very accessible so when it comes to what we really, what I tend to recommend, I'm sure Callum's probably said something similar, and you probably heard it from your own guidelines, is that if we try to make sure that most of the foods that we are what are classed as whole foods, so they come from whole food sources. So if they're derived from plants, then we're talking fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, beans, pulses, seeds, and the oils that come from those seeds like olive oil and and other oils and if we're talking about animal-based foods we're talking about meats chicken fish eggs dairy products so that's what we're really talking about when we're talking about whole foods 
And generally what I, what I recommend is that we're, we're looking to make it that 80% of the time we're eating these whole foods. Um, and then maybe 20% of the time is the more kind of really processed foods. We've got some examples there, pizza, chips, burgers, chocolate, uh, donuts, all the good stuff, right? All the good stuff. And what the reason that we want to be doing that for, and not this, it's not just about, as I said, it's not just about fat loss and it's not just about getting in shape. There's a lot, quite a lot of reasons, but it does make it so much easier to reach our goals if we're eating those foods because they help us feel uh, fuller for longer because of all the fiber and the fact that our body and our digestive system has to break down these foods. They're generally going to contain more protein. Generally, they contain less, less calories. Um, they're probably they're going to do a better job of keeping you fuller for longer, not just from a point of view of the, the, the sort of the protein, the fiber, but just the fact that the, the, the calories in them um, will just do a better, better job versus if it's really basically what I'm trying to say, if it's really sort of highly processed foods, they can make you want more and more of them. Whereas whole foods don't have that same effect on our brain. So they're more nutrient dense as well. So they contain lots of nutrients, which is obviously a good thing for optimal health. And then a really big one as well is that there's a massive reduced risk of developing more serious diseases um, as, as we age and as we get older. So really important. So I guess where I want to go now is how can we actually make it easier to eat healthier so that we then get the benefits of making it easier to get in shape and making it easier to be, to be healthier. So a lot of these may be simple, but they're, they're game changers in that they will help. So planning and making a list of the items which you know are your go-to or ingredients and ensure that they're always stocked up with these. So what I mean by this is that you're always making an effort to make sure that your kitchen has all of the ingredients there. So whole food ingredients. So when you open the fridge, when you open the cupboards, it's convenient for you to go to those foods instead of highly processed foods. So it's making lists and getting organized to make sure that you've always got these sort of whole food, minimally processed foods available and starting to develop, developing your recipes and you're almost like your library of, of meals and snacks that are available. Um, I'm not saying that you should never have any processed or chocolates you should you should have those in the house but if you think about that 80 percent, 20 percent principle if you were to go through all of your cupboards and your fridges and everything if you can confidently say that all of the foods combined um are about make whole foods make up 80 percent of them then you're probably going to be in a, in a fairly good position to eat that way so that's number one um number two is is thinking about using your freezer how much you can make things like soups, stews, and curries. These are excellent foods that you can make in bulk and then you can freeze them and you can add lots of things to them. So lots of different meats, you can add uh, vegetables. You can even um, grind down vegetables and make it into a kind of a big sort of thick soup. So you can mash it all up and all of that sort of thing. So they're really, really good. And then you can have them stored in the freezer. So Again, you're thinking like you're kind of thinking ahead for those times where you're feeling really tired and fatigued and you really can't be asked to cook. If you had a ready-made, homemade curry that you could just put in the microwave, are you going to be doing yourself a favor? 
um, versus ordering a Domino's, for example. So it's thinking about how can you make the most of that. This one, I think Callum said he had it already covered, but it's just, again, just thinking about it from a logical point of view that cooking extra food at dinner, specifically at dinner. So the, the, the meal that you're most likely to home cook is probably going to be dinner because that's when you're at home after work. Maybe things have slowed down a bit after you've finished with the kids and stuff. And so it makes sense that when you do that meal to make the most of that time and actually make some extra food for the following day or the following day. So we're not talking about necessarily freezing it, but we're just thinking about making a bit extra. So you've got a, a healthy meal for yourself tomorrow or maybe even the, the tomorrow evening. Um, because that's the opportunity that you've got by spending some time in the kitchen when you're cooking dinner anyway for that night, you're making something for the following day. Number four is really talking about when you're maybe going to work or you're on the go and you haven't got anything with you, unprepared, maybe in a rush. And obviously there's, there's choices. You could go to McDonald's, you could go to a shop and just get a, you know, a sandwich or something. Or if you've got a, a half decent supermarket, if you, if you go take a quick trip to like your Morrison's as doing that, they usually have uh, one of these like big salad bars and they usually have some pretty, pretty decent foods or com different foods you could get that could make, give you a quick, healthy, nutritious fill-in meal that isn't going to blow your calorie budget up. So think about that the salads, adding maybe like bits of eggs, prawns, chicken, anything like that. There's usually stuff there and it's a lot better than what you're going to get in a, in a standard shop where it's just a, just a sandwich where you're not really sure how many calories in it. It doesn't really do a great job of filling you up. Or if you go to McDonald's and, you know, pig out on some chips and whatever. So using supermarkets to your advantage um the last little one i really wanted to, to cover is just something i basically made for one of my clients recently and she was someone that she always drives a lot spends a lot of her day driving all day driving in fact she delivers cars i think and um what i came up with is uh basically the grab and go wraps and it's just a super easy way of creating something that's filling something that you don't even have to sit at a table and eat and it's quite simple to make and you just get a decent wrap so you're talking about a wholemeal wrap ideally because that's going to have fiber get one of the a, quite a big wrap it's going to make it quite filling and then main filling some, something that's high protein based could be any of these sort of things chicken got turkey bacon prawns eggs fish bulking it up with some salads that you enjoy and like adding a small amount of, of some fats, so whether that's butter, cheese, avocado, we're talking small amounts because of the calories they contain, and then adding some sauce and then wrapping it up. And, you know, you've got a big, quick filling meal that is still pretty much classed as, as completely whole whole foods, really. I mean, the only one you could class potentially it's not completely whole is, is, the, is the wrap, but even that with it being whole meal is, is pretty much there. So, um. That is pretty much it in terms of what I've got for the for the tips, Callum. Hopefully they're they're, they're helpful, um, and obviously we can go into I can obviously talk a few a few more topics um, and questions that people might have. But yeah, 
that I just wanted, as I say, I wanted to sort of tackle it from a slightly different angle. Traditionally, when we're talking about meal prep, a lot of people think it's kind of just like, you know, I'm going to prep, prep some food and, and put it in containers and, you know, chicken and rice and all that sort of thing. But sometimes it's just thinking about how can you set yourself up for success just to make eating healthier easier. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still here. I'm just, I was going on to the Facebook group as well so I could see um, who is commenting. Um, no one is yet, but we've got people watching and I've just posted, told them to get ready with some questions while you're here. I was ironically listening to you talk about whole foods whilst drinking, <laughs> not a whole food, but protein shake. Mm. because I'm currently, people will laugh I'm currently trying to hit over 200 gram of protein which it's hard to do when my family don't eat meat so I have to really go for it yeah. um, in, in terms of that but yeah I um, that was spot on because I've talked a little bit about food prep but you've definitely gone into more detail on, on what foods to prep because I think that's what people get a bit bit confused on they, they you know they know that they need to eat better they know the importance of why what why food prepping is beneficial to keep on top of your goals rather than just leaving things a lot of us are guilty of it you know we might have a busy day and we have we haven't prepped for anything and we get to the end of the day we're starving and our body just wants the most convenient thing that's, that it's going to yeah. get for that quick reward and that's where we reach for the the, the takeaway menus that's when we're going to you know reach for the chocolate reach for the cupboards so i've touched a lot on why food prep is the way out of that and it is weird at first because we're not used to doing it and that's where habits mm. come into it and that's why even though you guys who who finished that assignment and you did you did do your food prep and a lot of you did and it was fantastic you've got to keep doing it but you've got to like tristan said you've got to find a way to make it sustainable for you we can't just always get chicken and broccoli all the time because it's the right you know we have to find a way that also adopts to us and i like that what you're talking about tristan with the, the wrap you know such simple things to do mm. to make because a lot of people then say oh, well you know i have a lot might have care workers nhs workers but well i can't just take tubs of food you know um into them i haven't got a mic or i haven't got a microwave i can't just things like like tristan said wraps people have got this thing against bread as if it's the absolute arch enemy it's not it's not um you know it's great thing about wrap you can fit a lot in them yeah you can fit a lot in them and it's the feeling it's what's in them that's going to be the, the the bit that makes it filling um and, and it's and it's healthy it is healthy you know what you a wrap's not bad for you at all, is it? So, and if it's wholemeal, you could class it as, you know, good, quote unquote, because of the the fibre and, and the fact it's wholemeal. We'll talk about that because I do get asked that a lot, actually, Tristan, about the differences between uh, wholemeal and white. White bread or, or any, any, any kind of bread-based products, um, why is that? Why is, why is wholemeal the better option? So it's, it's basically been less this it's been there's what when it's got to that wrap its final stage it's had less processing um and it's it's obviously made with like whole wholemeal grains and and because of that that means it has more fiber in it natural fiber which does a better job of filling you up and it has healthier effects on your digestive system um, and you generally find that it has the, the product probably has a little bit less salt 
um, and potentially yeah, a little bit less sugar. And and for those reasons there, really, it's as simple, simple as that. So and then that has that positive effect. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you can see any, can you actually see any Facebook interactions on your screen? Um, I haven't got the Facebook group open right now, but I will just... I was going to say, if I, to see if I can see anything. I can see people viewing, but I haven't seen any comments yet. But yeah, I haven't seen I, any. Uh, yeah, I can't see any questions. Yeah. I know it's, so, it's delayed. So the thing is, if I come off it, it pauses my screen like that, which is a little bit annoying. Um, yeah, no, it's only me that's, that's commented at the moment, but I know we have got some people watching. I've got. A few people, including Kaylee. Kaylee, you you will surely have some questions. <laughs> Kaylee has been my longest reigning one uh, online client of all time. I think we're at nearly three years now, so she will have some questions. Of yeah, course, there's always, that, there's always that Facebook delay, which we love. Yeah, there's always a bit of a delay. That's it. So uh, I think, um, yeah, just going back to whole yeah generally you want to aim for whole meal foods but it, again it's not to say that like white you know having a bit of white bread is is bad it's just that it's it's probably less supportive of, of your goal in that it's probably going to do a lesser job of um you know filling you up going towards your daily fiber count so of course, if you really like white bread, then you can have white bread and it's perfectly fine to fit that into an overall diet. Absolutely. And, I, and um, speaking more related to the time the time of the year of which we're in, obviously people just had the Easter weekend. People may have overindulged a little bit. What would be your sort of recommendation to coming out the back end of what could have been quite a, a tragic weekend for people in, in the sense of if they've really gone all out, um, which I tell people isn't the end of the world, you know, it's going to happen. Um, what would your tips be to sort of bounce back from that, so to speak? Yeah. Um, I think from a, from a, just a general point of view of, of just getting back into the swing of it and building momentum, it's just, I always say it's just kind of just doing what you can and just doing something to just get back into the rhythm. So let's say this week, say if your usual good, what you class as a productive week is like three times at the gym, um, you prep your food and you, you know, you track, track all your food. Then let's say this week you only make it to the gym once um, and you track half of your food or something like that. But then next week you get back to two gym sessions, but, if you don't do anything this week, then next week becomes this week, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like, if you're not feeling up to, you know, you're probably feeling crap and you're feeling unmotivated, don't expect to get back to the, the full level productive week that you might have been having before Easter and just accept that's how it is. And, and, and but do something because that's what's going to build that momentum to get back to that level, to get back to that stage. That's what I would say with, with that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I'd say is in terms of like, if we're talking about specific about Easter eggs and stuff, I did, the, did a little post on this the other day and it's just um, 
I guess with Easter eggs, if one thing that I think is quite important in, is the Easter eggs are always in these bright, colourful packaging and they're branded, aren't they? And, then the, and the reason they do that is because food manufacturers want them to stand out. And the, the one of the issues with that it can cause us is that once we eat that delicious chocolate, we then have this kind of brain signal up here that when we see you know, uh, a big Malteser red box, we automatically think about Maltesers and we think about that food and we, our brain wants that dopamine hit. So if you've got these, all these East leftover Easter egg boxes lying around the house and you're, you're, you're basically exposing your eyes to these Easter eggs pretty much all day long, can you, can you really blame yourself for craving Easter eggs? Because you constantly, your brain's, whether it's consciously or subconsciously you constantly <laughs> have these easter eggs so so i i would recommend if you're trying to if you have a problem with overeating easter eggs and you, or maybe you have a goal that means that you can't really fit many in at the minute then yeah get them out of sight and and the other thing potentially you want to do is is break it up and portion it into into kind of small sizes that are the equivalent of a small chocolate bar so you can just have it as a snack every day that's what i did so i posted um it was on Tuesday. I scanned through a Galaxy Easter egg, and I've not had many. Um, and I scanned it through to show people 904 calories for that bad boy, right? Yeah. And uh, um, people like, well, did you have it? Well, of course I had it, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did the smart thing. I split it up into about, I think it was like four different pieces. It was about three, two to 300 calories per piece, and it was, we're talking small. Um, but I still enjoyed the Easter egg, but how many people would have, yeah, just, and like you say, you don't go for the, the dark, you know, if it came in a, bo- a, a bland box and it's like just dark brown, it could be 300 calories, but you're going to go for the bright. I'm thinking when you were saying that to me, I'm thinking, already thinking purples mm. and yellows. Yeah. And, um, you know, purple is a very significant colour to chocolate, actually. Yeah. In fact, I tend to yeah, find. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's always Happens. like, even down to the shape of the boxes, even down yeah. to like, the shape of the boxes now are like this sort of pentagon shape. Or hexagon shape, and then they and, and then they've got the big egg in front, of, and even the even the wrapper that the egg is in is now dead colour. It's not just a gold wrapper anymore. It's now it's because I've got one, and it's it's an Oreo egg, and the whole thing is just one big Oreo. It's absolutely mm. ridiculous. But that's at the front of the box, so you're gonna get it because like, oh, I didn't even yeah. know I needed that. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting you say about. I was just talking on another Q and A. In my other, in my six-week challenge, about dopamine and serotonin, the, the, yeah. but this is more related to exercise. It's it's so important because so many people think they're craving sugar. They they think they're addicted to the, these things. When in actual fact, it's the feelings that are released when we're enjoying these things. That's what we want more of, you yeah. know. And that's just the dopamine. It's just a small dopamine hit. Yeah, that's, that's it, why yeah. we're not craving pineapple. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're craving the the, the good stuff so um yeah I thought that, I thought that was a very good point actually imagine if you you know that and if you do manage to kind of split the the easter egg up into bits and you just wrap it in a bit of tinfoil so you think you know it's in the fridge every time you open your fridge is that bit of tinfoil going to stand out to you uh, probably not I, I, i'd be pretty confident you'll probably forget that you've even got easter eggs because it just doesn't stand out and um 
as a result of that, you you eat less and yeah. happy days. <laughs> there you go, guys. There's your final <laughs> final assignment. Wrap it in tinfoil. Wrap the rest of your Easter eggs in tinfoil, whack them in the fridge and uh, and, and leave them. See how, see how long they last until you end up throwing them out because you're not bothered about that, them. Anymore. That'd be a good bit of research, that. That'd be... Uh should do that as a proper study i i, I think that that should be peer researched um yeah, it should be, we'll we'll push the study forward um, yeah, yeah. and we'll get we'll get <laughs> we'll get that in cambridge in oxford and that we'll, we'll we'll get that done because i think that's interesting visual stimulation you know mm. it's it's i always say to people you don't see where do people like eat the most chocolate? It's very rare you'll be walking downtown. I mean, you might see it, but it's very rare you're walking downtown and you see people walking, munching on an Easter egg or, or, or with a big bar of get, uh, dairy milk mm. or even the Ben and Jerry's. People aren't walking down the street, tucking into Ben and Jerry's. Where do we eat it? At home, when we're watching Netflix, when we're yeah. talking to the family, we're associating those those feelings those comforts with other comforts and i always tell people that it's like you you haven't got a chocolate craving you just you, you crave good stuff in life and chocolate gives you that good stuff and there's nothing wrong with having it but understand that the excess calories and as you touched on before because it's not a whole food it's going to make you crave it even more these foods are designed to make you crave more yeah. um and you sort of mentioned about the, the, the marketing and stuff. I've always said that Weetabix is the smartest marketer in all of food because at no point did he ever tell you that Weetabix makes the kids strong. They never say it, but it's heavily implied by mm. the slogan, he's had his Weetabix. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. So you, I, I can't say how many people go, oh, I've got my kid Weetabix. Why? Well, makes him strong. Does it? You know, and yeah. so it's just very smart marketing and yeah even down to like the colors of packaging and stuff it's like so the protein protein weetabix doesn't it like something like remember doing it the actually looking into it there's, there's I like think it's one gram more yeah one gram more or something isn't it? Biscuit. yeah, yeah I've, I've touched on this as well people because people said oh what about mars protein i'm sure compared in comparison with another mars bar mm. but compared to a chicken breast no <laughs> yeah. no probably not i think the fiber content alone you know is going to give the body a lot more to do with those calories compared to the but yeah and protein is the big one at the minute he's he, he slapped in big capital letters on things and people go oh i've been told that i need more protein that must be that must be good but it's um and i think even mars proteins only a couple of gram more i think it's something really daft i think even then it's only 15 gram of protein in fact that might that's being generous it's probably about 11 yeah it's, it's not much difference it's, it's definitely sneaky sneaky marketing awesome all right well i don't know if any questions have come through i'm gonna what we'll do though guys a lot of people are going to be watching this back some people at work and stuff oh, is, i think there is some questions I think there is some oh, questions. I've just spotted them. It's popped up now. Um, let's have a look. Oh, yes, we have got yeah. some questions. Have you got, them, have you got them as well? I've got them, yeah. All right, I'll go from... Um, the cl we'll close, put what do you recommend for this? What? Just relay what you mean by that. 
But we'll go for Kaylee. Is there? Any, I, t- I told you Kay- Kaylee would come to the rescue. Is there any inspiration for foods to take with me for work if I'm out on the road for a few days at a time which will last being kept in the car? So it will last being kept in the car, basically. So, so that can be kept in the car. Yeah. So basically, she she works. Um, she she works on the road. Sometimes she goes between meetings and stuff. So. If she might be at a meeting for, let's say, an extensive few hours, and she might have to leave that 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 meal or whatever that food prep is in the car, what would be some uh, advice for, for that? I mean, the the the, the wrap things obviously is I would definitely think about things such as wraps or things similar to wraps. I guess you you know the only one thing that you might it become potentially an issue is, you know, is it going to go warm and kind of go off so obviously wrapping it in foil and you know maybe trying to keep it cool using some sort of cook if you're in the car a lot maybe investing in like a small cool box could be a a great shout so that you can store foods like um you know like a homemade wrap or something like that um and then yeah i guess in terms of actual like we're just talking kind of like snacks and stuff again like nuts as long as as long as you're not kind of overeating nuts nuts can be an excellent choice because they are high in fiber um they've got decent fats in them and they've got protein as well so they tend to be quite filling the the only potential issue is if you overeat them um so having a a good snack is to kind of weigh out a portion a 25 gram a portion of almonds and and have them handy so that way you the reason you do that is that you you won't overeat them but you will eat them and, and get the benefits of uh keeping full so there's there's a couple of ideas i'd say yeah she did she did also add a second comment to that Tristan, which was um she doesn't always have access to supermarkets so i don't know how that would impact the answer um doesn't have access to supermarkets for like on a day-to-day basis or I'm assuming so. That's what yeah. she means. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's another another thing I've I've certainly done before. If we're talking about a smaller supermarket, smaller shops, if if you if you eat meat, then cold cold pieces of meat could be could be a shout. Cold slices of meat, um, and just kind of having them as a, you know, you can kind of just roll them up and have them as a bit of a snack. Same with like ham or chicken slices, that sort of thing. Um, so that could be a, a potential thing just to get a bit of protein. That's good good calories uh, as a bit of a snack um if i don't know if you know a lot of people get their food delivered now that's probably quite underrated if you're not already doing that you know again it's just another way of guaranteeing that you've got like i was saying with that tip if you can get your food delivered once a week or every two weeks then you you're pretty much guaranteeing that you've got all of the right ingredients for you to then make it easier for you to do some sort of prep and then have available snacks in the car and what what are your thoughts on sort of hello fresh and gusto and stuff helping with that sort of thing as well yeah i think i think they can be good i think they can be fairly expensive but i think they are they are good um if you like the meals then yeah i think i think it's a it's a great it's a great shout if if you've got the time to you know to prep them and you're you're happy eating them and you like the meals i think yeah why why not yeah yeah Let me know if you have any follow-up on that, Kaylee. Um, Anne says, so she wants to know about her ratios, so macro ratios. 
what would you recommend she um, has for that? So protein, so macro ratios, protein carbs, um, percentages, really. Yeah. Um, so if it's so depending on your 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 goal. Um, so if we're talking a lot of percentages, generally uh, a good a good split is to go something along the lines of fat being twenty five percent lowest maybe 30 percent it can be a bit more um carbs being maybe like 40 percent or a little bit less and then protein making up about 30 percent and they're not really the, the ones that in terms of calendars probably covered this but in terms of what you want to be tracking um, and what's important the only real ones you probably want to track for losing weight um, or just generally managing calories is, is just calories and protein but if you're concerned that you know you're not getting the right amounts of fats for optimal health then the main thing is that you're getting at least sort of 25 percent to 30 percent of fats from your total calories so you could work that out say if your calorie target was 2000 you could um work out the percentage of that so as long as you're getting at least sort of 25 percent of from fat sources then you're going to be in a good place to make sure that you're ticking the boxes for optimal health. Um, carbs is one of those ones where you can play around with having more or less. If you're someone who's very active and doing lots of physical activity, like intense physical activity, then you're going to need more carbs and it's worth playing around with to see if that helps with energy levels and performance. I think that's the thing. I think carbs are very, um, They've been demonised for so long and obviously the keto movement and stuff hasn't helped with that. And uh, I don't know about you, Tristan, but I, I have a thing with carbs. It's like if, if you guys are being active, a, a, you know, carbs aren't the enemy anyway, but I think if you guys are being active, which I know you are and you're doing workouts and stuff, don't be scared to incorporate some carbs into your diet because a lot of time there's fibre content in carbs that is actually going to aid with your digestion, particularly when you're having high-protein as well um, and give you that energy how many people diet and they're like oh, i'm just so lethargic at the minute because the majority of the portion of what you've just restricted from your calories is carbs yeah yeah you know carbs you, you definitely want to be eating eating carbs it's it's like one of the ones that it's an easy one to reduce if you are trying to lower calories but you should you shouldn't you definitely shouldn't be lowering it too much and especially if it's affecting your energy levels and your performance awesome stuff um chloe asked for recommendations for snacks um so chloe has a not allergy like me um but the difference is with me is i can at least go for pulses like seeds and pulses i can go like pumpkin seeds and stuff she can't even do that so uh, i think she's obviously talking more about healthy fat snacking right so uh, what would your suggestions be for healthy snacks? And that's a probably common question you get asked a lot, actually, Tristan. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many, but did you say fats in particular? Like, No, she, well, she just said snacks. She just, just said snacks, yeah. Snacks, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the one, the one that just suddenly just comes to mind then is if, if you like eggs, then, then, like, you can obviously boil eggs. Um, and have them as snacks or, or or bits of eggs kind of chopped up and stuff that's so that's one one thing you could have as a snack which is quite good because it's full of protein and um there's, there's some fats in there as well um 
obviously you talked about nuts and seeds and stuff like that is is uh is pretty good fruit don't underestimate fruit i would say just because that's a carb and it hasn't got protein in it fruits are an excellent snack because they're high high in water content they're usually really big high in volume and they've got fiber in them so they do a good job of filling you up and what i like about fruits as well is that they don't i don't know many people who could eat an apple and then straight away be like oh my god i want another one um whereas if you had like uh let's say like a cracker or something even though it might be like a wholemeal cracker or a, a lot of the time you could just eat another one and then eat another one they're quite moorish whereas with fruit i find that it's not the sort of thing that you could it's very difficult to overeat and want more and more um so i think fruits uh, are sometimes an underrated snack because people think oh it's sugar and carbs but actually it's preventing you from actually eating more um so i think that there there's some good ones and then um anything that's protein and fiber based is going to be like your best your best snacks that's going to give you the most bang for buck of keeping you full but then also you've got to also just consider that some sometimes you may sometimes it should be a good idea to actually have something that isn't kind of super healthy something that's satisfying in a different way that's satisfying a different need so maybe it is chocolate and actually having some chocolate or maybe having you know a cracker with some some butter and just doing it because it's you enjoy it and it's going to satisfy you more than an apple would at that particular time so yeah a few things there to think about i guess (laughs) Brilliant. Let me know if you've got any follow-ups on that, guys, before Tristan goes. I'm just going to pop. See if we have any more. Problem with Facebook, guys, is often there's a delay. So you could have probably asked a question two minutes ago and we won't see it yet. Um, Rice crackers. Any Rice crackers are a great snack, I think, with – and you can put – if you like cottage cheese, a lot of people don't like it, but I like I like the I don't like plain cottage cheese, but cottage cheese, the pineapple one, I think that with rice crackers because you're getting quite a lot of volume, quite a lot of size, quite a lot of protein, calories are low. Fruit and cheese just goes right. Mm. <laughs> Cranberry and Wes- Wensleydale, they just go. You know, apricots like fruit, fruit and cheese just go, don't they? Mm. <laughs> it really yeah. is um, such a great pairing. Um, Okay, I'm just waiting for a couple more going through, but you just said rice cakes only reminded me, you'll know what I mean about the, the rice cake and um just looking at this here if I can see it for what I might see another question. Get them in, guys. Last chance, get your questions in. While we've got Tristan here. Just looking at a question from Chloe, something about um completely eating at different times and either end up with food left in the fridge going off or left in the freezer and nothing left at dinner. See, that, um, that, that didn't appear in my phone. So this is what we're talking about, guys. Facebook, one of the richest companies in the world, can't can't optimise their app correctly. So we do apologise for that. But yeah, awesome. Tristan's caught your question there. Um, just trying to work out what exactly, what, what was exactly so she's saying that she's some there's two of them on a, on on different shift patterns yes yeah, so two of them are both in this group so that's uh, mega yeah. 
So obviously they're trying to do this together. They're both actually getting married. Um, they're getting married next year or year after. I should know that. Um, but yeah, so they're both trying to do this together. But obviously they're, they're on opposite shifts. In fact, when they did my six week challenge together, I remember they had to sort of work out at different times and, and mm. prep the food at different times. So I think that's what the context of what she's talking about there. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I guess it's a difficult one. I think you've got a find recipes and and different foods that can that, that can work and that are quite like save with the stuff that doesn't go off like super easily and stuff that's quite easy to i guess re reheat and store um so it's probably just sort of playing around with finding a few different recipes that 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 can work um you know any like chicken is probably one of the easiest things to kind of make put stuff with like vegetables or like curries or stews and that sort of thing these sort of things where you can kind of just heat them up and maybe just have it with like a jacket potato um what one thing that i've been doing a lot recently which i think is massively underrated two things actually one is you get these baked potatoes that are pre-cooked from like aldi or whatever don't you and whack them in the microwave for four minutes baked potatoes are one of the highest um up there with like the, the most filling foods aren't they something like that oh, baked yeah. potatoes are so any so having a baked potato with some sort of protein based food and a bit of like vegetables is is probably like one of the best things you can have really because it's going to do a great job of filling up so it could be like some some chicken mixed with some vegetables in a sauce it could be like um even like corn mixed in with some passata that you, so you just whack some corn in the pan, put in a load of passata tomato sauce, maybe whack in a few beans or pulses. You've cooked a baked potato in the microwave for four minutes, and then you've got a you've got a meal. Um, another one that I've been doing recently this is more of a lunch okay. thing. Is that, that's exactly what Tristan just mentioned. That's corn with passata mixed, and in the freezer it goes. So just wanted to show that one. Yeah, it does. It does a good. It does a job. <laughs> It does a job and it's really simple and it, it ticks the box, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, one other thing, I mean, it's probably a bit off topic with what her question was, but it's just something that I've, again, soup. I think soup's an excellent choice because when you make soup, one, th one thing that we is an issue with a lot of people is that we eat too fast. I certainly do it. And then because of that, we don't really feel full and then we end up snacking more. With, with something like soup, A, it's hydrating there's a lot of water there's a lot of volume but if you make it really hot it's very difficult to eat really quick so it forces you to eat slowly but then you can but then if you make that if you then add some extra fillings to a soup like cold bits of chicken you could even add beans lentils anything that you like you're bulking it up adding more protein all of a sudden you've got a meal that's not easy to eat quickly and um you can add lots of fiber and protein to it as well So um, yeah, they do, do a great job. It's quite quick and easy as well. Yeah, soups are good. And what one thing I, I would personally add as well, Chloe, is um, with, with regarding your shifts and I don't know if you'd agree, Tristan, but slow cooker, right? Slow cooker oh, yeah. is such a good tool. Yeah, I always for forget that. about that because you just you can literally throw something in. It takes ten minutes to get everything prepped, add your water, and it will cook for you. So if one of you's coming in at one time, you can have some. One of you's coming in at another time, you can have some. And it, because it's in a cycle, it tends to keep quite well as well. You can usually get a couple of days out of it. So 
yeah, that, that, probably, that, could that, be, yeah. that would be a recommendation from me. I think that's an excellent it. idea, that. Yeah, because one of you, you know, if someone's different shifts, you know, one person prepares it one morning. So then when the other person gets home, it's ready, you know, swap roles the next day. That's uh, an excellent idea, I'd say. Yeah. Your dog's getting a bit agitated now. <laughs> He's been quiet for long enough. Awesome. All right, guys. I don't know if any more questions are put through, but what you can do, um, if you have, you know, any questions for oh, I should have asked that, or perhaps if you're watching this back um, on replay and you think, oh, I've got some questions, please let me know. Um, I can relay them onto Tristan and I can get the answers for you. Um, he's probably answered it on his social media. Go and follow him. Um, it's on Instagram. It's the bar. Um, I've actually changed it. It's it's now first name Tristan, surname Stowe, and then underscore coach. Go. So Tristan Stowe underscore coach. Go and check, go and check that out on uh, Instagram, and the same with Facebook, Tristan Stowe, and uh, we will. Um, he's got some content on there. He's probably already got your answers to your questions somewhere throughout his content. Um, particularly the quite common questions, which we have had a lot of the questions we've had. They get asked a lot. Uh, they're not stupid questions at all. They're, they're just they're commonly they're commonly asked, and that's what we're here today. Cool. Well, yeah, nice one. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, if anyone's got any questions, more than more than happy to answer them. Um, but yeah, send me a DM and get in, get in contact. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Well, thanks again for coming in, Tristan. I know this is the second time you've come in for me um, on one of the one of my groups. Um, but obviously this one we was talking mainly about food food prep, but we've also had some great knowledge bombs on uh, other topics and nutrition as well, which I'm hoping you guys can take away with you um, before we sort of catch up next week live, myself and you guys on the group, to basically review everything that we've talked about this month, including some of the points Tristan brought up. Um, go back and rewatch the slides that he includes on the video because there's some extra action plans there and uh, keep a lookout for our study on the uh, easter egg colors because we're going to be publishing that bad boy i tell you and it's going to go in a in a little book of a little book of studies <laughs> nice sounds good all, all right, right. Well, um, yeah enjoy enjoy the rest of your evening we'll uh, speak to you soon you too thank you thanks buddy cheers see you later Bye-bye. guys Bye-bye.